Check one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. Big news from Tim McGraw, new music from Haley Witters, and an interview with Cody Hibbard. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of July 31st, 2023. This all-country news episode is brought to you by Rebels and Renegades Music Festival, the three-day country music festival featuring Turnpike Troubadours and more coming to Monterey, California, October 6th through the 8th. Get your tickets at allcountrynews.com now. And now for the hottest news in country this week. I have to kick things off with what I think is one of the biggest stories of the week, and that is Tim McGraw is hitting the road next year and bringing Carly Pierce along for the ride. I, for one, am a huge Tim McGraw fan, so I am so excited about this, and I love the fact that he is bringing a woman opener on tour. I think with an artist who is this legendary and has that big of a platform, to bring a female artist on tour is really, really amazing. And the tour looks like it's going to be absolutely incredible. It kicks off March 14th in Jacksonville, Florida, and ending June 27th in Phoenix, Arizona. You are not going to want to miss out on these shows. It's going to be legendary. Make sure you get your tickets ASAP. There's no way this tour isn't going to sell out. Here are two things I never thought I'd be talking about in the same sentence together. But Blake Shelton recently revealed he grew up competing in pageants. He recently took to the Kelly Clarkson show and revealed this fact, which I thought was incredible. He did them when he was a child. And the photographic footage from this is absolutely insane. Make sure you head over to allcountrynews.com now to check out a sneak peek of him on the show. It is a must watch for the week. This next item you might need a tissue for. Lainey Wilson recently took time to visit the Vanderbilt Children's Hospital, where she not only met the children, but also performed songs and learned about the work that both Vanderbilt Children's Hospital and the Ryan Seacrest Foundation do for children and families in need. Lainey posted a really emotional video up on her Instagram page, so please make sure you check it out when you get a chance. And if you are able, think about sending a donation. You can check out that footage again on Lainey Wilson's Instagram page. Next up, I was so excited about this one. The King of Country, Mr. Eric Church, has released some footage from his new Country Music Hall of Fame exhibit, and I love it. There is photos of him checking out his stuff with his children, and I just think it is such a cool thing to see. I love the Country Music Hall of Fame, and they're always putting together the most thoughtful exhibits. They really dive deep into the careers and show so many special moments. So if you haven't gotten a chance to and are in the Nashville area, make sure you check that out. And if you want a sneak peek, head over to allcountrynews.com now. I have very exciting news for all my Cody Johnson fans. 
He recently sat down with iHeart's Spencer Graves to chat all things music and confirm that August 14th he'll have a new single going to radio called The Painter. But that is not all. For a few months now, Cody has been hinting at a new album that features both Carrie Underwood and Brooks Dunn that we now know is the new album Leather. But Cody, who is known for his classic country covers, is finally giving us all what we want. He announced that he will be releasing a 24-track deluxe concept album called The Cowboy Sessions. And it's nothing but old cowboy songs like Marty Robbins and Willie Nelson. And, of course, will feature George Strait. Make sure you pre-order that now. You're going to want to listen to this as soon as it comes out. And now it's time to dive into some new music this week. First up, we have to talk about one of my favorite girls, Miss Haley Witters. She released her new EP, I'm in Love, and it is top to bottom perfection. I have talked about this woman so many times on the podcast. To me, she is blazing her own trail and doing so well, but she's also so underrated. So if I had to tell you that you had a must listen for this week, this is the one. It is literally track for track. Unreal. Can't even pick a favorite. Make sure you check it out. Peyton Porter released her new single, God's Hotel, and this girl is so good. She is definitely an artist to watch out for, and this song is all about her ideal version of heaven, and I just think it's absolutely beautiful. Definitely want to add this to your summer playlist track Cowboy Forever, and it has a total 70s vibe for it. This is another artist that I'm absolutely obsessed with. Everything she puts out is absolute fire, so make sure you check this one out, but also deep dive into the rest of her catalog. You are not going to want to miss out on this girl. She is definitely going to be one of the next big artists to watch out for. In fact, she even just opened for Marin Morris the other night. So she's out on the road and she is going to take the country world by storm. Chancey Williams released his latest single, It Ain't You, and it is all about how it is to be with a cowboy and how a relationship can be difficult. And I think this can apply to so many different types of relationships. And I think it's just a really fun track. Also want to note that he has tour dates coming up for the next couple months. So if you check out the song and you like it, make sure you head and get tickets now before they sell out. It's her latest track, You Make It Feel Like Summer. And this song is so fun. It's another amazing one to add to your summer playlist. And it's all about those summer crushes and diving in head first no matter whether you get burned or not, you just are all in. And I absolutely love that super fun track. Album for you to check out, J.D. Shelburne released his latest album, Neon Hallelujah. And this one has us all saying amen. So good. Top to bottom. Absolute perfection. Make sure you check out Retire That Jersey. I really love that one. And you all know I am a sucker for a title track. So make sure you also check out Neon Hallelujah. 
star Jordan James released his latest single, It's About Time, and it's another one to add to your summer playlist. This one is about having fun with friends at a tailgate, and I am totally here for that. Fun one, too, that you're going to want to add to your weekend playlist. It's called Earned It by Larry Fleet, and this one will have you up on your feet. Milligan teamed up for another incredible summer track called Honky Tonkin' About. And this one, no joke, I would not be surprised if you hear it everywhere, especially at a local country bar and definitely at any local honky tonk. This one is so fun. All it makes me want to do is go out with my friends and dance. Looking forward to talk about for days. Tyler Chillers announced that he's giving us seven new songs in his new album, Rustin in the Rain, which is out September 8th. But as if that wasn't already exciting enough, he released his lead single, which is called In Your Love. And it is paired with the most incredible music video. It narrates the hidden love story of two coal miners during the 1950s. And it is just such an incredible thing for an artist to release right now. And I am telling you, this is another must-listen and must-watch for the week. Our video of the week. Video of the week. This week's video is Adam Doliak's biggest fan. Okay, so we've talked quite a bit about getting emotional this episode, but this one is another one that you are definitely going to have to shed a tear over. This video is a dedication to his wife and it is so beautiful. It features footage from their wedding and is just so, so special. It is definitely a must watch for the week. Go check the video out on allcountrynews.com or anywhere you follow us on social media. I am so excited to throw it over to Bobby Dixon who has a very special guest this week and that is the incredible Cody Hibbard. You can catch it all here now. So yeah. I need to ask you, what the hell is up with this hot dog costume I saw on your social media? Can you tell me how that happened? <laughs> I don't really. I know. Uh, I, yeah, I um, I got interviewed by Dimps, um, yep. the, the social media influencer, and she uh she, you know how spontaneous she can be. And she was like, I got a hot dog costume and a banana costume. You think we could fit in them? I was like, I don't know. I'm pretty broad. And so we ended up somehow in them. And then we decided to do it again on Broadway. So, you know, it happens. Oh, my but. gosh. I love it. Well, I looked up your hometown on Google Maps. And the only things that popped up were a gas station and a dispensary. So <laughs> talk to me about growing up yeah. in just small town Oklahoma. I think we got two gas stations and then uh, the dispensary must be new because I, I haven't seen that. We did get a Dollar General, though. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it was, you know, we even lived out further than that out on a, on a 360 acre farm. So we, uh, I, uh, yeah, it was just all the way of life. And that's the only thing we knew. And, um, you know, we'd heard about the cities before and the big towns, but we'd never really adventured them unless we just had to go into them for some reason. But, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much just country I, life was all I knew for the longest time. I love it. Talk to me about the role that music played in your young life. Who were you listening to when you were little? 
uh, whoever mom and dad would let me listen to on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> now it was, I always tell this story. It's funny because dad always listened to uh, like classic rock. Yeah. And then mom would always listen to gospel Christian music. And then, uh, but when they were together, they'd always listen to country music. It was always like, I think mom didn't like listening to classic rock. Dad didn't want to listen to Christian music. So that was kind of our, uh, that was their center medium. And of course, we lived out in the country. So it was, uh, uh, um, it was kind of an influence of everything, you know. And then once I started kind of getting my own CD player back in the day, you know, it was, uh, we were venturing out. Eminem's was starting to get big and, and uh, you know, whatever we could really find. So. Uh I love it. That sounds a lot like me. My dad was into, you know, I mean, that kind of hippie music. My mom was more classic rock. And then how I ended up liking country music. My parents are still a tad confused on how that yeah. all happened. So it I all know, blends together now. Yeah, right. Now yeah. my dad really enjoys it and loves coming to concerts. So it's funny how the influence we um, have. But uh, yeah. talk uh, to Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Talk to me about, I know that after high school, you chose to go to the Naval Academy. So was, I'm taking it music wasn't always plan A for you? Never. It wasn't even a thought. It was, um, it was, it was always there. I mean, I was a drum major in high school and, and, uh, you know, but I was a big baseball player also. I loved being physical. I loved working outside. I mean, it was all those things. And, um. My granddad was a recon marine officer, and then um, back in Vietnam, then my other grandpa, he was in the Army during the Korean War. And, uh, you know, I remember watching 9-11 happen as a kid, and, and you know, all I knew other buddies who were going in. And I just couldn't figure out what I wanted to do in college, and, and my granddad was, well, he said, you could always try to go to college and become an officer. And, and um, you know, I didn't think the, the academies were even an option. I didn't know if I was smart enough or not, and... Somehow I got in. So, but no, music was not even close to, I mean, once I graduated, I put pretty much everything down and, you know, I, at that time I still didn't really play guitar and um, yeah, it was, it was just trying to build a career doing something. I love it. When did kind of songwriting come into play? Was that something that maybe you used to cope or kind of just calm down from all the chaos of being in the Academy? Uh, it didn't come into play until I got discovered. Really? Um, yeah, I didn't start. Write, I didn't write a single song until after, um, you know, what is it? Three and a half years ago. Yeah, I started kind of writing music. And I mean, I uh, a guy at a Tex-Mex restaurant, or actually my guitar player who I'm golfing with right now, him and his brother, they're like, man, do you write music? And I said, nah. And they said, man, try it out and see what happens. And I was like, all right. So, you know, I just it's just raw emotion and and stories i always enjoyed my dad would listen to uh red steagall on uh yeah on uh i remember a lot of times too when we were working in the barn he'd put on red steagall and we'd hear you know his cowboy stories and and um i was like well you know that was just way of life and you know merle haggard too he'd always say you know if i'm not writing about something that isn't about me or about someone i know then it's fiction and, and i don't mind writing you know a song make-believe song i haven't yet i don't think but uh but you know, I had a lot of stories from all the adventures I've done, the pipeline and then the Naval Academy and everything like that. So um, now they just keep coming out. I love it. Talk to me about when you knew that you needed to be in Nashville. I know a lot of people just, you know, in this age can do really well with social media and maybe don't feel the need to be there full time. But why did you feel like you needed to be in Nashville full time? Well, why not? Because I'm not very good at social media. I... <laughs> 
<laughs> I am not a good self promoter. I'm not flamboyant. I'm not. Um, I I'm just not. I just honestly, I hate saying this too, but I just don't really care. Like I don't mind. Yeah using them i mean it's a tool but uh at the same time too i'm kind of a personal guy and that's kind of how we were raised you mind your own business and everybody mind theirs and if you needed a helping hand then you could get one but uh for me it was a lot of that but at the same time too i mean some of the best songwriters are out there and you know a lot of the texas guys were even going out there and yeah. it's just a good place to i mean if you're gonna do music i mean you might as well hit every avenue whether you're in texas or you play in alabama the gulf shores or if you're up, you know, my good friend Chancey Williams is up in, you know, the Wyoming area. You know, he even comes all the way down to Nashville, I think, once a month. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's if you're gonna do it, I always say just you can't can't close too you can't close too many doors. Yeah. You gotta keep yeah. them all open. And so Nashville was a way for me to get in with other writers and tell my story more and you know, get get awesome interviews right like this. So Awesome. I know we love Chansey. We just saw him at CMA Fest. So he's, really fun that great. you guys are good friends. Yeah, he's a good dude. <laughs> he's a very good dude. Good cowboy. Real cowboy. So. I love it. So I was kind of going through your social media, speaking of you not loving to do it, but I love your little <laughs> segment of reading these just really stupid comments that yes. people leave you. Unfortunately, you know, I mean, it's a name, it's the name of the game. But yep. you know what I mean? a lot of people kind of left some kind of cruel things on there. So how do you deal with that? Yeah. I mean, honestly, just chatting with you, I, I get the feeling that you don't give a crap. There's not very <laughs> but much. Talk to me, I, talk to me yeah. about some of those challenges that, you know what I mean, that you've had. Um, You know, growing up was tough. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it was, I don't get into the race stuff at all. I don't care. I, you are who you are and you got to, you just got to go succeed. You got to find your way to go succeed. And so growing up, it was tough because kids are going to be kids, you know, and they're going to say stuff. And then once you get older, you know, some of those kids turn into stupid adults. And um, for me, it's it's more like I I did kind of have a chip on my shoulder. I still do to this day. And it's kind of one of them things where it's like, I'm going to be better than you no matter what. Like, and so those comments honestly make me laugh because I know I'm doing better than all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like no offense to whatever, but it's one of the things they too. It's it's as a you know the more messages I get from my fans too that I get a lot of them and it's all colors, it's all shapes, all sizes. They say, man, like you inspire me to do yeah. what I want to go do. You inspire me because again we go back to you know I wasn't doing music but three and a half four years ago, uh, and I was a pipeline welder you know making good money out there. And I had no plans on doing this and and it was just like you know what if I'm gonna do it let's just go do it and that's all I hope to do. I hope to inspire, but I hope, you know, when you go to inspire, you're always going to have haters, I guess. And, um, for me, nothing bothers me. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, they can come. I tell every single one of them, there's a whole schedule of shows on there and I'll come say it to my face. Cause, yeah. uh, the industries I come from and the background I come from, I'm not gonna lie. They're pretty rough. And, yeah. um, I know I'm wearing a pink polo, but you oh, know, that's I'm, okay. I'm not, you're on the I'm golf not, course. I'm, I'm, <laughs> right i'm not too soft anymore but uh no that's what most of them are just keyboard warriors and that's all they'll ever be and you know for my deal a lot of that comment thing was to uh to get others to understand like this is what i go through yeah who yeah. cares like let's make fun of them too and and 
I'm going to go do my thing. I'm going to go make money and I'm going to go, you know, inspire other people to do what they need to do. So I love it. I think my favorite was the guy that said he listened to it in the dentist chair and it really turned him on. I, I got a good chuckle out of that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that one was an interesting comment. Um, sorry, my guitar player can't drive over here. We're, no, you're good. You're good. You, no. We, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one was interesting. So. I love it. So let's talk about the song Beer Problem. You wrote it with a bunch of other co-writers. I have to have a feeling that that was a fun writer's room. So talk to me about writing that one. Well, the story behind it is I was um, playing a show in Anahuac, Texas. Okay. And uh, we went down to merch after the show, you know, to sign stuff, shake hands, everything like that. And uh there was a pile of clothes sitting there at the bottom of the merch table and I asked um, my tour manager, I was like, what is all this? He goes, some guy left it. He said, he keeps coming back though. I was like, all right, whatever. And uh, we go, I sat there for a little while and the guy would come back and change his shirt out and then go walk off and come back and change it and take his hat off and put a different hat. He had like a bucket hat up there too. And then about the fifth time he finally did that, I go, Hey man, what, what are you doing? He goes, man, I'm hitting on, hitting on the girls. I go, Oh yeah. I said, Please don't. And he did. He was like, yeah, when it doesn't work, I go change my shirt and I'll go back and see if I can do it again. I mean, he was, he was, uh, the epitome of a lot of people that I grew up with. And, um, so I finally asked him, I said, man, is it working? He goes, nope. He goes, but sounds like a beer problem to me. And I was like, oh my God. And I like put it in my phone because it dawned on me. I'm like every redneck and I'm a redneck, like uh, I, every redneck and I do the same thing can put something off or blame something and just be like, oh, it's a beer problem now. You know, we're going to make it a beer problem. And so I put that in my phone. Me and my good friend, Alex Maxwell, we had a uh, a three-way ride that morning and our third canceled. And he goes, man, I got three buddies. Um, they said, just come in here and just jump in. And um, so me, Alex, Brian, Dawson, and uh, Mark, we all got together and I was like, dude, you'll never believe this story. And I told them that story and they go, there's your song right there. And I was like, yeah, I already got the title down, Beer Problem. We just got to figure out how to write it. And it just came together and mm -hmm. it was just fun because, you know, it's got that rocking riff at the beginning, but it's got that more honky tonk, the baseline moves on the, on the, on the chorus. And, you know, my biggest thing is I never want to sound the same within myself too, you know, with all the different influences I have and, it pisses off some people. I'm not going to lie. I've had people, but man, can you just stick to like one kind of style? Like, nah, man. Uh, I mean, look at me. Like, do I look like a guy that's going to stick to one style? You know? So I, um, but that one was fun. It's, it's, it's really fun to play live and it, it gets everyone, it gets the people going. So I love it. I love it. Well, yeah. that I think is probably my favorite story ever. So cool. glad that happened to you, but I will let you go enjoy your golf game. Hopefully yeah, you hit a hole in one or. You know what? Yeah, it, it's, it's it not going too bad up, so for you right. today. <laughs> yeah, this was a good break. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just the golf cart driver and drink maker and hand it out. I don't golf, so <laughs> I'm just the sweater and the and the watch my guitar player get mad. So yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Well, thank you for taking the time and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Awesome. Thank you, Bob. I want to take another moment to share even more about the upcoming Rebels and Renegades Music Festival. This three-day country festival coming to Monterey, California, October 6th through the 8th, is set to be iconic, with performances from Turnpike Troubadours, Whiskey Myers, Will Sco, and so many more. 
known for bringing the hippies and the cowboys together with some killer music, interactive art stations, and local maker's marketplace with delicious food peddlers. Rebels and Renegades salutes the outlaw and all of us. Get your tickets today at allcountrynews.com and we'll see you there. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.